0: Do we ever see Billy die? Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. What are you talking about? (laughs) We don't see Billy die right away. I forgot. I'm cutting that out.
1: (laughs) Hello, and welcome to another episode of I Finally Watched. I'm Milan, And this is David. And today, I finally watched 30 Days of Night. I was really um, wary about suggesting this to do on the podcast because i was like this is i don't know i feel like no one talks about this movie like this is not a famous horror movie i feel like and so i was like is anyone even gonna care but then as i was watching it and i was looking up certain things like the budget and how much it made and stuff i was like oh people actually really like this movie and it made like over double its its its, uh budget so i was kind of like happy to see that because i have a kind of an interesting story to go along with the the first time i watched this movie we'll just do it from the top then um okay so i must have been it was at my like old childhood house so i must have been like 10 um and my sister who we adopted from russia must've been like five at the time. And she, we adopted her when she was three and mainly she watched animated movies, not a lot of live action movies. So she didn't quite understand. I mean, being from like a a Russian orphanage, she didn't quite understand the concept of movies, especially live action ones. And when we got her, you know, unfortunately, it was like at the height, of 9 uh, 11. Of so everything was, everything on TV when she first came home was like the news, the news, the news, the news. So I was watching this movie um, on like HBO or Cinemax or one of those things um, for free. And she walks in and I decide to tell her that this was a real documentary that like actually this is happening live and by the end of it she was like crying freaking out and and not understanding why we were just witnessing people getting slaughtered in alaska you were 10 in 2007 in 2007 what year were you born <laughs> i was born in i was born in 92 so you were you
0: said you were 10 but you, this was like you were like 15 or 16 then oh was i yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't understand why a ten-year-old would watch this movie. So that's I why watched I a lot confused. of fucked-up movies. Um, when, when this came out, it was, um, you know, as we've discussed before, I'm not really, I wasn't into horror movies. Having started to watch them, I, I enjoy the good ones. And um, but when this came out, I was just like, no thanks, because I really don't like the gory ones. Sure. And this is what. I thought this was which it is but as with a lot of gory movies that are trying to like not really fuck with the live audience um or with you know with their with their audience they cut away a lot in this which is it worked for me and also the fact that I'm watching it 14 years after after it came out like the it just doesn't look as real as it as it probably did in 2007 um I thought this movie was pretty good. I thought, in a lot of ways, this movie reminds me of um, The Purge. Not, It doesn't actually remind me of The Purge. But when <laughs> my wife and I were sitting in a theater, or I don't know if we were sitting in a theater, I think we were. we read something, and it was talking about the idea for The Purge. And we were like, that's conceptually the coolest idea I've ever heard for a movie. Like, it's just so... It's like like nothing I've ever heard. And then we saw the trailer for it. We were in a theater, and I was like, oh, so that's what they're doing this with this. <laughs> and I've I've heard that a lot of people like The Purge, but it's still like, I didn't, that would be a cool concept for a non-slasher movie, and then it's kind of just turned into a slasher movie. With this, obviously, it's a vampire movie. But it's like, it's just not a very well, like, for how cool of a concept it is that they have these vampires... Who pick this town because it's going to be dark for 30 days, and they're like systematically like cutting off all access and phones and whatever. I just didn't think it was that well executed, like here and there, but I I still think it's a pretty pretty good movie. But there were some things where I'm just like, all right, well, what was the what was the point of that? And we and we can start off with the top because it's the first thing you see. But I am a big fan of Ben Foster who plays the stranger, right? And I have no idea
1: what his purpose in this movie is besides just like hey, these guys are coming. Okay, okay. So hold on, you're jumping the gun a little bit. By the way, you're totally right. My my okay, so I was 15, so that means my sister was 9. Oh man. So a 9-year-old shouldn't I don't feel bad at all now, you know. You still should. Um okay. So We'll 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 get into the Ben Foster role in a in a sec here. He's the
0: first person you see in the movie, so I didn't really jump much. Um,
1: well, after we see him, we get to meet our well, at least one of our main characters, um, Eben. Which in the entire time, I thought his name was Evan until I looked it up, and I was like, Eben is a stupid name. Sorry for <laughs> all the evans out there but i can't imagine that it's a majority of you do you think
0: when evans go to like a theme park that they just get the evan thing that has you know how things have their names on it they're just like well i guess i have to get evan again
1: (laughs) that's how i feel about my name and alan Mm -hmm. um the thing with meeting them is how realistic do you okay so who do you think stole all those cell phones and then burned them in a big pile the stranger no the vampires the vampires did yeah how do you think they went around stealing a bunch of cell phones without getting noticed at night broke into houses well they don't really say where those
0: came from which is also like they kind of leave that open because when you really delve into how that all worked like obviously they very clearly didn't find every satellite phone right in the town what i assumed is they went into any stores which in a town this small is probably like two and found all the satellite phones and burned those okay that i can buy and i definitely know that the stranger it didn't act like a reverse santa claus and go into every house in one night
1: and <laughs> steal satellite phones well stranger things have happened in this movie like, for example, he goes and kills all the sled dogs without getting noticed. Do you think he did that? No, it showed it. It it showed a hand with a knife, like, going in and out of a dog. No,
0: no, I know. But I, once again, I, so, I I didn't think he did any of that.
1: Oh, I thought he did all of it. I thought that's what the setup was for, especially when they were, like, the stranger, well, when he was, like, you know, I pre- I prepped for them. They're coming, and they're gonna take me with them. Like I was, I thought he was the whole thing. Did he say I prepped for them? I thought it was implied. Why? Okay, here's my biggest question: If it was the vampires who killed the sled dogs, why did they use a knife?
0: Okay, yeah, there. I agree with you now. You've okay, convinced me.
1: Good. <laughs> Maybe they
0: don't. Well, hold on. Maybe they don't like dog blood. I don't buy that. Also, he's clearly not a vampire, but he's like really into like raw meat. <laughs> that and did you? Could you tell that he filed his own teeth down? So it, to me, I would have no idea what he is, except I've now seen the "What We Do in the Shadows" TV show.
1: Uh huh. Which ha- I
0: have you not?
1: I've seen like the movie you showed up, you showed us, and then one episode of the show. Was it the first episode? Yeah.
0: So, you know how they have the familiar concept? I just assumed he was a familiar. Uh-huh. That was like, really wants to be a... As soon as like, I see him and I see his teeth and he's like, I, you can tell he's not actually a vampire, but he wants to like, eat raw meat. I was like, he's just like, he's just a groupie that has been trying to become a vampire forever and he does not get his wish. That's like what I figured out. And I would only, I would only think that because of watching the show.
1: It must be so hard to write a... Um a movie where your main villain and you give him a um you give him like a badass name and then nowhere in the entire movie is his um is his name said what marlo yeah yeah
0: all of them apparently have names and you don't know any of them yeah um It's also kind of funny that this is supposed to be, like, the northernmost point in Barrow, Alaska, which now has been renamed back to its, like, Inuit name, I believe, but I can't pronounce it. Um, But this is actually filmed in, like, one of the southernmost countries in the world, in New Zealand.
1: Oh, I didn't know this was filmed in New Zealand. Yeah, the whole thing. Did they? Did they, like set the whole town did they build the town themselves they built it yeah that's so cool i i like i really love productions that do that because then they can do whatever the fuck they want with it
0: yeah and the only other cool thing i I read was that the vampire language was actually a completely unique language and they got someone from like a university a linguistic professor at like a university in new zealand to invent it for this movie
1: do you know uh the actor that plays Marlowe. Danny Houston, yeah. Do you know where he's like how do you, I know him from somewhere. Do you know him from somewhere? I I have seen him in a ton of stuff.
0: I did look it up, but when I saw him, the main thing I remember him from, which is not what he wants to be remembered from, is X-Men Origins Wolverine. <laughs>
1: he's he's Lieutenant Stryker.
0: Uh, he's also the brother in Children of Men, which is one of my favorite movies ever um but he has like a small role in that but it's really interesting because so many things i've seen him in and i've seen him in stuff for years but it's like this character is like completely different than anything you know this this character almost goes to like a young good looking like really like buff guy and he never really plays that character and instead you know what i mean it's like
1: he doesn't look like any other vampire i've ever really seen okay so a couple things about that um, you know in the beginning when when they were hiding the vampires looks like they were in the shadows you can 't really see them they were picking off people and um the the coolest scene in the beginning there's a lot of cool scenes uh, a lot of scenes I really like in this in this movie um but one of the cool scenes in the beginning is when they were pulling that girl under the houses while her husband was chasing her, yes, chasing them um, i surprise surprise taylor actually watched this with me um and did not run away halfway cowering in fear um and she she was like okay 2007 do the vampires look really shitty is that why we can't see them like is that why they're like thing and i was like i don't remember them looking shitty and i was like maybe they look awesome and this is like the reveal and they actually look really cool especially for 2007 uh and apart from Marlowe, everyone, like all the other vampires had this like prosthetic that lifted their eyes to kind of like a demonic kind of face shape. And I right. thought that was like, the teeth were really cool. The teeth were really convincing, but it was like the face shape of the eyes I thought were really cool.
0: Uh, yeah, and I also think that part of the reason you didn't see them in the beginning is because they wanted you to watch this from obviously if you watch trailers you knew what this is about although like i even watching the trailers i you know i remember this movie very clearly when you said you want to do it but the trailers did not give much away and i think what they wanted the audience to be was in the point of view of someone in this town not knowing what they look like having all these weird things happening and so you have a little idea of like oh these are vampires. So you have more information then, but they, they want you to experience from the point of view of like, Oh wait, why are all the cell phones gone? Who killed all the sled dogs in the, in the town? Um, Why is the power going in and out? Like why are cell, you know what I mean? Like they wanted you to experience that. And then you don't really see the vampires until they start revealing themselves as like, all right, now let's kill everybody.
1: Well, especially it didn't start revealing themselves um, until the main character. Knows what they look like, and then we, as the audience, start seeing them. Um, another thing I really appreciated, and this was before we we saw them, and this was before the dragging under the house scene, is the generator guy coming out, um, and ended up being beheaded. Uh, but and that's when Evan knew that shit was going down. But how like one was kind of circling him. And then two and then four and then six and you, like so many you don't even know how many uh and they were all out of focus and i thought that was really cool
0: no was well, yeah like disorienting the same way it was would be a, disorienting to him yeah um there's not much to talk about at the top but we can start going through it what what was the ship for is that is that how they got there <laughs> is that how he got there the ship in the end in the beginning Ben Foster's like looking off at a ship and then he like starts walking into town.
1: Was that nothing? Was it just supposed to look cool? Oh, there was a ship. Yeah. Well, why, why was he crying? Was he pissed that they had left him or he was like, I want to be a vampire. Why don't they make me a vampire? Well, that's another good question is that, you know, Eben was questioning him how he got to the town. Cause they didn't see him land in a plane or, or a helicopter or anything like that. So did he walk? And then if he wasn't a vampire, which you learn he's not, he's just a human, how the hell did he survive walking? Didn't they say the closest, like, city from them was Anchorage? Well, it's 80, mile,
0: 80 miles of wilderness to get there. Is so how they, did this dude walk at least 80 miles in the, the tundra? Maybe we don't see it, but maybe Marlowe like, carries him on his back for a lot of it.
1: I wish we... Would see that,
0: as as, he, as he's running, um, we don't. There's not like there's a ton of setup in the beginning. I don't really want to talk about like all of it, mm-hmm. but the I do like the scene with the guy Bo, who I've seen in a ton of movies too. Mostly, uh, the one I remember from most is too fast too furious, but um, how Evan gives him like a citation, and uh, Billy, the other cop, is like, "Why do you do that to him?" And he's just like, you know, "Just to make him feel part of the town." <laughs> and like that's totally that's totally a setup for like what happens later right and i was telling my friend about this like with with horror movies there's like unless it's really really well done it's either things are set up so obviously or people are going to complain that oh that came out of left field like they go to um wilson and carter call and say oh someone's messing with the something at the at the was it the utilidor or whatever, which is like this factory. Right. And then you see this big machine that grinds things up. And I was like, a "Fucking vampires going in that. Yeah. Um, a main vampire is going in that. I don't know which main one, but yeah. a big daddy vampire
1: is going in that. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, you know, it's the basic rule of screenwriting is that if you introduce a gun in the first scene, you're going to have the gun come into play in the last. And, i think it does it really well one thing i was telling um taylor is that i really appreciated how nothing felt okay i have big issues uh, about the ending of the movie but and i mean like the very very ending of the movie but but apart from that i liked how nothing felt too contrived like um Yes, the movie, I felt like slowed down a lot when they held themselves up in the attic for like 45 minutes of the film, of the film's runtime. But I felt like also that was necessary. And then it was necessary how they got out of it. And it was necessary that they didn't get caught getting out of it because the snowstorm and like everything that happened, I didn't feel was forced. And I actually really appreciated that out of the film.
0: Yeah. That one issue I had with the movie kind of globally was like the 30 day runtime of it would seem like five minutes of movie time passed and they'd be like day 18. Oh, now it's day 27, three days left. And it's like, I don't really understand how you do that well, but I don't think it did that that well in this movie.
1: Um, The first night, the first like quote unquote night, um, the the first time they showed the subtitles like day blah 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 it was day seven and i legit thought one night like one 24 hour period went o- went over
0: yeah the first thing they ever did was they said last day of sun which was like the opening of the movie and then yeah it's like day seven You're like oh, all right well i guess we're at day seven um and then when stella his his estranged wife is trying to leave town and she gets in that accident, and then she calls her estranged husband, Edmund, and he was like, all right, well, I don't want to fucking do this. Hey, Billy, can you go take her? I was like, all right, so Billy's going to die, right? And then as soon as we see Stella, like, escape by herself, and we don't see Billy, I was like, all right, Billy's coming back. (laughs)
1: Like, we're going to see Billy at some point. It's so Uh, funny, because I totally forgot about Billy. And then about... i don't know like 40 minutes into the movie or 50 minutes into the movie i was like oh shit billy like we never saw billy die he was the main character so he's definitely alive and literally as soon as i thought that you see the flashlight in the window and i was like it's billy right so <laughs> much dismay because they really uh fucked his character oh yeah i'm gonna talk about that when we get there but yeah
0: that was that was one of the surprise shock surprises of the movie that I don't think was handled that well either, but, um. So then, like, we're going through this, and basically we get to the point where Ben Foster, the Stranger, is arrested, and like the uh, helicopter, Wilson's helicopter was destroyed. Uh, the that guy that was the had... vampires. I'm convinced that that was the vampires. Well, the fact that they just tore it apart, yeah, no, it had to be. That's why I, I mean I don't know. I don't want, the movie to, does not do a great job of explaining, like what his role was. Maybe if I'd watched it a second time, I would have caught stuff that I didn't catch the first time. But I um I think you are right though. The the fact that they used a knife on the dogs was probably pretty clear. Um so we get to the scene at the bar where Evan confronts the stranger and then takes him back
1: to the, I, thought, uh, I thought that was cool how uh Stella shows up behind him. It's like I'm- they give you guys guns? She's like they didn't tell me no. <laughs> yeah. I figured that pretty much in Alaska, I don't want to say like anything goes, but like it's almost necessary to own a some sort of gun. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I
0: do like the Evans line of like hell of a day and Ben Foster, just you wait. That was, that was his whole point of being in this movie was the just you wait. Um, and real quick, not an important scene, but we see like basically the, the, the beginnings of a three-way and then figuring out whose apartments are going to go back to and then the vampires attack
1: um yep there was Isn't that, that. It, it was funny too because as soon as you see um jake and the grandmother in the police station i was like dead dead and then the 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 construction three-way people were coming out of the their work and i was like dead 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 but then Taylor's like, wait, 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 who do you think's gonna die first though? I'm like, it's gonna be that guy, and then that guy, and then the girl. And it was to my surprise, you didn't actually even get to see the last two deaths. Well, the girl doesn't die. The
0: girl gets turned? No, she makes it, she's one of the people that makes it to the diner. She actually makes it the entire movie.
1: Oh, that's the same girl?
0: I'm pretty confident it is. Uh also, the guy named Gabe looked like Sean William Scott, and I was like, Is that, "That's not Sean William Scott, though."
1: Oh, that's funny because the other guy Taylor said looked like um, uh, the uh, Berthnal. John Berthnall. Berenthal, Berenthal.
0: <laughs> I don't. I didn't see him well enough. I didn't. I didn't think
1: so, but I just let her have her piece.
0: And then, uh, once again, the phones stop working and Foster is like, bar the windows and try to hide. That's the best he can do. Which is like, that's why I'm so confused by his characters. I like I, There's no, why was he trying to help them? And then now he's just like, oh, fuck these guys.
1: Um, I didn't think he was trying to help them.
0: No, trying to help the vampires, but then he's like warning them. Oh cuz I thought he was
1: I thought he knew that there was really nothing they could do. I guess. Did I you guess like his the way he delivered his lines? Uh, yeah. Like a little pitchy, a little like jo- jokery, like comic book villainy. I kind of I kind of like that.
0: Have you ever seen uh 310 to Yuma? The the remake with him? No uh yeah he's he's like one of my favorite like underrated actors he's in a ton of stuff and he's always great but he plays like crazy sort of bad guy or anti-hero like very well Mm. mostly crazy bad guy um so kind of was in this um he was he was so underutilized so so underutilized i i guess i expected him to like start helping them i was like confused of what his character was and then he just gets killed and i was like okay so he was just not really anything in this
1: i didn't understand that and and i think you're right it's a total waste of a character because not only does he get just get killed but okay we got to talk about jake Eben's younger brother for a second because okay. when the vampires horror, like take over the police station They obviously kill grandma, right?
0: How did he make it? How did that dude make it? Yeah, it doesn't make sense.
1: And also, why, if they were going to kill the stranger, why didn't they just kill him then? Why did they have to double back and then kill him all dramatic-like?
0: I think because it was only some of the vampires that made it in there. Maybe it might have even just been one, and that's how Jake made it out. And the head vampire, because this stranger was, like, affiliated with him, the head vampire decided what happened to him. So the
1: other vampires see that and are like, all right, well,
0: I can't fucking kill that guy.
1: I, I guess so. Like, I totally believe you could take out this, uh, a vampire a one-on-one. Like, when Evan got up with the, with the Keanu Reeves-looking vampire motherfucker, you know who I'm talking about? When, when uh, Stella grabs the little girl and then I Evan- do. Have you seen Grandma's Boy? Grandma's Boy no it's like a happy madison
0: movie i without there's if you haven't seen it there's no way to explain but that's there's a character in
1: that that he looked like could have been the same actor i doubt it (laughs) um anyway so so him right and um evan comes out with an axe oh this is when they meet up with billy okay and billy runs out and then i was like oh this vampire is fucked because Eben has an axe, it's 2v1, and I could totally believe him taking, taking them out. Um, Billy runs away like a little bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, then Eben runs away. And at that point, I was like, honestly, I don't blame him.
0: <laughs> Not the worst thing Billy's done in this movie. <laughs> um, it's also funny that, so it's like they're at the police station, like, all right, we're going to go... We're going to go checks. Well, I think Stella and they were going to head to the pipeline. Was they were the going point? to get Billy and they're heading to the pipeline, Stella okay. and Evan. And then they get attacked by a vampire and like, fuck it. And then just go back to the police station. So that whole convoluted thing was just so Helen could get killed. Yeah. Um, and then they finally get to the diner. And then this is like, this is the crew that we're kind of working with for the rest of the movie, basically.
1: Uh, and- half the crew.
0: most of the crew yeah (laughs) and then the i think the coolest part of the movie is then just the rampage on that first night and yeah overhead shot of that yeah so awesome
1: it is really cool it's it's amazing um and taylor pointed this out but to have a drone going like that um i i would assume all the people down there were practical but then all the blood splatter was CGI'd. That's what I would assume would happen. But the choreography and all of that must have taken like a hell of a long time to plan out.
0: Oh, no. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's all it all looks like a one continuous shot. Now, I will say it's just supposed to look like Rampage. So it didn't have to actually be that crazy good. Right um and you know you could have people shouting out directions but yeah no it's really really well done um and so then after that i guess we're we're not at day seven yet but they they're all in the diner and they decide oh this dude's attic he's got a boarded up house that's a perfect place to hide and um i guess what it's evan and stella are trying to draw everyone or no it's just evan is trying to draw them all away and he of course immediately gets caught <laughs> but Bo who we have set up before is no, there it saves, was, us?
1: it was, it was Ann Stella. It was Eben and Stella.
0: Okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I remember. Cause like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that was a, that was a pretty cool scene. The action, the action
1: in this movie is very well done. That is one thing I'll say. I thought that was one of the coolest scenes. And even before Bo shows up, how Eben takes a shot and it just blows a vampire's head like clean off. And the camera is we see through the hole in the head. I was yeah. like, all right, like now we're talking. One funny thing about this movie is how it's like,
0: there's a couple of the characters that are like, these are kind of exactly like vampires. And everyone's like, shut the fuck up. Vampires aren't real. <laughs> and then they're like, once everyone's kind of like, yeah, these are really like vampires. and are like, oh, you know, sunlight. And they're like, We don't know that they're vampires.
1: Yeah, although that was a cool way. That was a good setup too, and I thought that was really smart. Like Evan, it's kind of a long draw, but Evan finds cannabis in the drawer, blames Jake. Jake's like, "Oh, Grandma grows cannabis because of her pain," and he's like, "Oh yeah, we use UV sunlight to grow the cam cannabis, but we got to get the generator started." Blah 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 blah. And I was like, "Okay, I see where this is going." Right
0: um yeah and jake is the first one who says it's like it's vampires and everyone else i do like the one dude who uh who says like let's make a run for it immediately and he's kind of an asshole that's like classic one guy needs to be an asshole so that he can die first yeah um and then evan's like nah we're not going anywhere we're eventually going to get supplies and then we're going to make it to the utilidor and we can last a month there which is funny because they don't make it to the Utilidor until, like, day 28, maybe. No, I think, like, day
1: 29. Um, the last time card we see is day 27. So th- it's at least that. But I think well, no, they're ev- in there already.
0: Well, no. At, well, I'll, I'll have my notes when we get there. But I thought Evan at one point was, like, we have, like, one day left. But maybe they are already there. So, yeah, it's day 27 at the earliest that they make it there.
1: Because they have to make it to the ship. Within a couple of days, who? The group. The group has to make it to the ship because, um, okay, remember they're already in the utilidor when they see Billy's light?
0: Yeah. No, wait, Billy's light, they're not in the utilidor when
1: they see Billy's light. I am 90% sure.
0: All right, well, we'll get there when we get there. Um, So,
1: but the next, the time card we're seeing now is day seven. Right. So day seven, which surprised to me, I thought one freaking day passed. Um, but you know what? Also, maybe do you think the movie did that purposely too? That it must be hell confusing for it to be like 24 hours nightfall for 30 days. Like you don't know how many days have passed.
0: No. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Um, what I find really cool about once we get to this part is the using the woman as bait. And it's fairly obvious to the audience. And then, like, it's fairly obvious to the characters, like, oh, look at all those fucking people, like, watching her, right? Yeah. Um, But then Evan goes outside anyway, which I don't get.
1: Yeah, I guess because maybe he could see them all on the roofs. He was like, okay, I can see all of them. So if I go down this, it'll be out of their line of sight. And this is the time to try and save her, I guess, to move. I didn't think his goal was to try to save her. I thought he that was acting as a perfect distraction for him doing what he wanted to do.
0: Yeah, I guess we just don't get an explanation of what that was. Um and it's also obvious that so he he finds John this this friend of theirs and you don't realize that John's been turned. Right. John has been turned, which does sort of set up the end of the movie. Um you don't realize that's one that's I don't want to spoil it until we get there, but that's the thing that was very unexpected. Um, And then, so he has to kill his friend, John, and he finally figures out how to kill a vampire. And then the head vampire finds John's body. So the head vampire is now even further like information, like, okay, there's more people. We definitely need to keep hunting these people and find them.
1: How did you feel like how they totally killed that girl that they were using to bait other people with? Because they were totally just playing around with her. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's definitely, I think, I don't know what
0: the purpose of it was, except if they're just kind of evil, which obviously that's what they are. But I think movie purpose wise, it is to like make it more scary for us.
1: So there's really three main vampires there's Marlo, the head vampire, and then his wife, I guess, his vampire wench, I guess you would call her. His main Um, bitch. And then there's a vampire that I called if Dave Bautista starred in this movie.
0: <laughs>
1: or if he was a relevant actor during the time, he would take this part in the, in the film. Um, but the bald vampire, I thought, was, uh, was a really cool character design, especially how he had, like, blood, five <laughs> o'clock shadow.
0: His name's Arvin.
1: Arvin was pretty cool. He was. Yeah, I mean, whenever I clicked on
0: this on Hulu, he was the he was like the thumbnail for it. Yeah. So he was definitely trying to be the coolest, the second coolest vampire, which is why he got one of the coolest deaths. Um, That's true. I. You could also very easily tell that the old man was going to fuck things up. <laughs> you got to have a character that can't control
1: himself and who's like, you don't hate, but he's like going to mess shit up. At that point of the movie, it reminded me a lot of The Walking Dead, because because at that point of the movie, you you did have more of a threat because of like really intelligent vampires versus just you know mindless zombies, but it was really the people that you had to watch out for. I think at that point, like the people were your weak link, and he was definitely like the guy in the zombie movie that like well he he was the guy in this movie too that just kind of like was um old dementia didn't realize where he was and and you know that kind of play
0: no i i agree the the vampires in this too almost like they weren't they weren't a cross between zombies and vampires but like the it definitely had the feel of a zombie movie like a a zombie movie where the zombies are like fast-moving zombies
1: like world war z zombies
0: right and so that, like, I definitely, I got that feel as well. And it was at this point, too, that I was like, so his son is named Wilson. He's the one with the helicopter. I was like, is his son going to get caught and just fucking tell on all of them? And no, that didn't happen. And then, at did, the, did we
1: even see his death? Or was it just kind of like off screen? Uh, a lot of these deaths are off screen. Yeah, like you don't, don't see the old man die. You just assume no. he's dead. You don't see grandma die. You just see the pile of blood. You, you don't see a lot of them die um which i thought worked on some but then i was like horror fans must hate this movie because people who love horror really want to see some deaths you know like you could have just seen a
0: vampire jump on the old guy right and then wilson you kind of want to see him die you don't want to see him die but i'm saying like it doesn't make any sense to not see him die right so i agree um yeah, there are a lot where you just don't see anything. It's, and I agree. Some we'll talk about when we get there. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. And others, I don't understand it. Um, the next part is like the really bad CGI snow <laughs> where they're like, oh, we got to move when it's all white out. And they get, finally get to the general store. Yeah. Which happens sometime in between day seven
1: and day 18. Okay, I'm sorry. It was the general store that they saw Billy's light in. Yes, I agree. Sorry about that. I got the utilidor and the general store mixed up in my head. So it was definitely the general store where they saw Billy's Light, but not after one of the craziest fucking like turns of this film.
0: Yeah, basically, uh, there's a little, a little girl vampire who <laughs> just also can talk in perfect English.
1: Well, I mean, I assume she could talk in perfect English beforehand.
0: Well, so I actually, when I saw her and how badass she was, because, like, the the turned vampires weren't as, like, physically intimidating, I thought she was, like, the. I thought it was going to turn out she was the daughter of Marlowe and his his vampire wench. I thought that was going to, like, piss them off. I thought it was going to be a whole plot point, and then no, it was nothing.
1: No, actually, you see this little girl. When, um, so Eben goes to the generator and sees um, the guy who died first, the first guy who died, sees his head on a a pike, right? Right. So he knows shit is happening. So he drives immediately through town telling people, go inside, lock your doors, grab your gun, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. And you see two little girls in that crowd of people that he tells. And there's like a close-up shot on both of their little faces. One of them turns into the vampire. And then the other one is the girl that Stella saves. Oh, Gail. Okay.
0: All right. That's interesting. then I think it is interesting that she became so powerful like that. And
1: like honed her skills. How did you feel when Eben walked out there and he was like looking down the dark corridor and she just fucking runs, pops out of there? I mean, it's one of those things. It's like, you know, it's going to happen though. So
0: it's like, not scary, right? Like you, it's, she's going to pop out. Yeah. It's not but, like he's going to start turning on the lights and she just like dipped out. It's like, I'm gone.
1: <laughs> um, who is she killing? By the way, when they found her, she was like in the middle of killing someone. She's like, now you'll play with me.
0: Yeah. So that was unclear. But, if you look at everyone who's left after that, it's just the person that was already in there. She was just feasting on someone who was still alive? Well, so if you i didn 't want to talk about this till the end, but it, when the ending happens and you have Stella and Gail and Eben as mm-hmm. like he, after he's killed the main vampire, a ton of people just walk up. there's like a ton of people that have lived. Yeah, I noticed that too that you're you right don't know about. So, I mean, it could have been anybody or it could have been just a body she was leaving there. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, and she does attack Carter and you're immediately like, all right, well, Carter got bit. Yeah. So clearly Carter Carter got bit. Um, and then the one lady who doesn't do much else is like, the whiteout is over. And it's like, all right, well, I guess we're stuck here. And then we get the day 18 card.
1: You, uh, you totally gloss over the fact that Jake had to kill that little girl by cutting off her head while everyone held her against the wall well jake had to finally do something instead of step stop being a little bitch you know i liked how uh when he um uh, volunteered his tribute basically he was like I- i'll be the one to go out there and evan was like N- nah bro like i you you struggled with a with a five-year-old vampire you're gonna fucking die against like a 500 year old vampire
0: Yeah, and so uh, basically Stella's like, oh, you should go to Helen's and act as a diversion. Or she's like, I'm going to go to Helen's and act as a diversion. But she has those lights. And since these are clearly vampires, those lights are going to work. And uh, I like the one dude's like, these aren't real vampires. (laughs) Like, why do we keep acting like vampire stuff is going to work? Which is like, no one had any crosses. We could have gotten the scene where like, you know, there's certain vampires movies where crosses work and others where they're just like, that doesn't fucking work on me.
1: Right, like garlic and, and holy water. Like it That's a hit or miss scenario. Yeah. Um, I think it's safe to assume that sunlight would work. Even if you weren't convinced that they were vampires at that point, the fact that they attacked on the first day of a 30-day night period would kind of be telling to me.
0: Yeah, I wish... Y- probably should have had like a 30 second argument between somebody just being like, why the fuck did they attack right before we hit 30 days a night?
1: Like, and, what they else would have, is... and then they would have said the name of the movie in the movie and you would have had that moment. Yeah. Obvious. Um, and Evan, I like Evan's like, well,
0: I'm going to do it. And she's like, why it's my plan. And you don't even think it's going to work. And he's like, well, you believe it'll work. I was like, uh, okay, that's not, you don't know, sound convincing. And then he starts running outside, and I was like, he's being way too fucking obvious. These vampires are way too smart to fall for this. This is not going to work. And then it worked.
1: Where he was, like, hitting the, the trash can. Hey, 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 I'm
0: over here. I'm over here. That's very clearly a trap. Why did that work on them?
1: I mean, they were they're smart. They're not that smart. Okay, so here's my theory about – do you know the vampire <laughs> – uh Marlowe's winch's name? No. So Marlo's vampire winch wants to like gun ho into the house. And Marlowe's like okay, one thing I have to say about Marlowe, and why they probably got such a famous actor to play him, he has barely any lines, and all of his lines is in this made-up language. But goddamn, is he convincing in everything he says with like a conviction. And like, when he says something in a language that you cannot understand, you know exactly what he's saying.
0: No, I agree. I mean, he's definitely great in this part. He's honestly probably a little too great for this movie.
1: It's fine. I enjoyed it. It was great. But did you ever, did you feel like he knew it was a trap? And then he was like, wait, Winch," And she was like, no, I want to go in there. And he was like, okay yeah you can go in there and then she... i'm getting i getting tired of you anyway <laughs> but then she goes in there right yeah but then he
0: seems pretty sad about it later on right
1: <sighs> necessary sacrifice i guess
0: right um so then she dies by the light uh no one else dies because i guess they're far enough away from it or they don't come in the door at all they pull um, the generator Oh, I I do love he's on the
1: walkie talkie. He's like, yeah, they're probably going to pull the generator. Oh, fuck. (laughs) It just starts (laughs) running. Yeah. Did you know that there was some cheesy parts? And I was like, some of this like fits the tone and some of this doesn't fit the tone. It's kind of a weird, it sets a weird tone through the whole movie. Like funny, cheesy, funny, cheesy, scary, jump scary. Do you know who this was produced by? I do not. Sam
0: Raimi. Oh, you know what? I did see that at the very end of the movie, yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah, so that makes sense. This is, de- this is definitely not as dark and gory as I was expecting when I decided I didn't want to watch this 14 years ago. <laughs> um, so next, Doug obviously died as he needed to, and the next scene may be one of my favorites. It is my favorite. When Bo says
1: it's his turn, yeah and just fucks up so many vampires although still not as much as i would have liked him to because at this point in the movie i thought before and Beau was like okay my turn at this point in the movie i thought all the vampires were the ones outside of the 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 house with the uv light where where evan's at and i was like oh there's like six seven of them i was like alright, that's not bad. Seven of them? I think, you know, I think band together our characters could really, like, pull something off, especially with, like, the bear traps that they kind of hinted to and stuff like that. But then your scene comes up, the bow scene. And then it's revealed that there's, like, 20 some odd vampires.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, it feels like like the number of vampires changes a lot during the movie and I had a, there's no consistency with, with it at all. Um, we go from that to like, this is one of the deaths where I agree it didn't need to be on, on the camera. Yeah. Um, oh, I do want to say before that though, uh, as he blows himself up, he's like, you will not eat me. Uh, Bo says that. And then he gets outside and I was like, Oh, he's still alive. Fuck. And the dude just, cracks his head with his foot and I was like, oh I guess he he was right. They didn't need him. Maybe it's because he like burned
1: the meat and they're just like, no, thank you. Did you feel like when he blew himself up, like he actually blew himself up? And it was kind that's the only part where I felt like was a little contrived where he was still alive after that. He was still alive and none of the other
0: it doesn't seem like that explosion killed a single other vampire. They were like burning and then they just like rolled around in the snow and were like, all right, let's keep it moving. Yeah. Yeah. I um I would have liked to had him take out a few of them and we not see his body and him not get his head stomped. I thought that would have been better.
1: Yeah, I thought that was kind of um malicious
0: like a like a little victory in the middle of like a ton of people dying. I thought would have been nice. And it was just like they kind of took it away from us.
1: Good. Okay. You and I are on the same page about this.
0: But okay. I did not want to see Carter die. And you barely get to even hear it. And I think that's a good thing. Um, but it also kind of doesn't it's just weird. It's like it makes this tonal shift of like this reminds me of walking dead where it's like, yeah. Uh, what's the main guy from walking dead's name? Rick, Rick, where Rick just like turns into like, uh, we have to do what we have to do and I'll just kill my own people. If if, if it's
1: required, like I, right. I don't care. Right. Well um, you're look, you're absolutely right. I would have loved to see Bo take out a few more people. And then when he didn't and he died in the way he died, um, I was kind of disappointed in the movie, and then you realize Carter is bit, and I thought maybe if he's in between these stages, they could use that to their advantage. Like they could send him out as like to take out a few. I didn't I I mean, granted, yes, I'm the one who has seen this before, but it was almost 13, 14 years ago. So you have to know that not every detail of this movie i i remember but i did not think that they were just going to take him behind a a wall and off him
0: yeah it seemed like a waste and at this point uh, we haven't even said this but we're back in the police station because they they didn't really explain why they needed to go to the police station before they went to the utilidor but maybe it's just on the way um but this is actually where they find billy from the police station
1: I, okay this makes way more sense now
0: and in a definitely a Walking Dead feeling type thing, we get to Billy, and Billy has just killed his family before the vampires could get to them. They killed he killed his entire family, his wife and like three girls, two girls. Yeah, I don't know. And and then he's but just he's alive still. It's day twenty seven, and he's like, wow, really fucking. We probably could have survived this whole thing if I had just not done this. <sighs> yeah. Um, so that was definitely a, a turn. Uh, and so then they bring back Billy to the police station. I do want and... to say
1: one thing real quick: is that in the beginning of this movie, you kind of took Billy as the hotshot cop, and then Eben as the kind of the newbie. And the fact that this whole tragedy, Eben really steps up, becomes his own kind of badass character, and then Billy is really revealed to be as a a coward. I thought was a cool character development.
0: Uh I guess. I thought I took Evan being more by the books and Billy just being more kind of freewheeling. Um, We didn't get a whole lot from Billy before he disappeared for 27 days. Yeah. Grew out a beard, though. His his hair really grew. So they get back to the police station with Billy and Jack and the ladies are gone. And they're like, all right, we need to head to the utilidor. And this is when they see the little girl. And I was like, holy fuck, they need to say that, like, there's no way that little girl's dying. Like, like, get that little girl. <laughs> and I actually, when I, we had not seen the the Keanu Reeves vampires, you called him, We had not seen him before, at least clearly I hadn't. So I almost was like, I assumed it was a bait thing again, but I almost was like, is she, is that like her father or something? And she's kind of just like running away from him. But then when Stella likes like Gail and Gail like looks over like, Stella, what the fuck are you doing, bitch? Like, what are you doing? Like,
1: shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like the reveal because she's covered in blood and you kind of see her walking from a distance. And then that kind of turn pan to the camera and you see her eyes and you see that she's not a vampire. Because I think at that point, you might think she's a vampire. Yeah. Uh, one, it's day 27. Two, you just saw another little girl being a vampire. So I think you would want to think she's a vampire. And then you see that she's not. And I think the same idea that crossing your head crosses into everyone's. It's like, okay, you got to save this little girl. Who cares if she's bait, you know?
0: Right. And that vampire looks kind of like a little bitch. I think we can take him. He's not the head guy. He's not even the second dude. He's not Arvin. Right. Um, you can t- probably take him. And at this point, they all split up. And Stella should have easily probably made it because no vampires are chasing her. but She doesn't. Billy doesn't make it, which do we ever see Billy die? Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. What are you talking about? (laughs) We don't see Billy die right away. I forgot. I'm cutting that out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the reason I'm saying that is because, like, Wilson doesn't die, and then Billy's, like, hiding, and I'm like, and then we pan away. Billy's hiding, and then there's a vampire who's, like, stalking him. And then I was like, are we not going to see Billy die? But so Evan makes it to Utilidor, and no one else is there. And at this point, I'm like, Billy's going to get caught and fucking rat everyone out because he just killed his family. So he's not above anything, right?
1: That's actually what I thought happened is when he makes it into the utilidor and Ar- Ar- Arvin? Arwin? Yeah. Whatever. Arvin. Arvin is behind him. Well, you don't even see that as Arvin. You just see a hand coming up the hatch. Um, I thought Billy, because Billy's acting weird. He's acting kind of um, evasive and dicey. Uh, so I just thought he's he already sold them out
0: uh that's not what i took it as but i I thought that's what was going to happen um but then we get a pretty cool scene with uh with the arvin attacking billy and probably clearly biting him and then them trying to save billy like jack and the ladies and evan are all trying to save him and then uh billy has to save evan by knocking the vampire into the the grinder um
1: and then I guess, what was Billy's hand bitten off? Is that what happened? No, Billy's hand. So he, he like tack, I thought Billy was going to tackle Arwen into the grinder and then they both go in there, but yeah. Arwen just goes in there, gets all chopped up and Billy's hand gets caught in there and gets chopped off, but he's turning because before he was bit by Arwen. So he's half vampire at this point, one arm, and Eben is like, I know what I have to do, and fucking chops Billy's head off. And It's
0: probably made easier by the fact that Billy killed his family,
1: his own family.
0: Yeah, Eben like Eben was like, yeah, fuck this guy. This is very. I will chop. I will chop your head off.
1: It must be hard though. Like this dude's your. Like I love cop. Like okay, you're gonna make your main character a cop. Why are you gonna make your main character a cop? Because all right, he has easy access to guns. Blah 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 blah. But the fact that he has this like it's not just my friend, he's my partner kind of relationship. with yeah. you. you know it's like a tragic thing when you have to kill your own partner. Again, much like Walking Dead. Correct. Uh, and so at this point, we
0: then get the one day till sunrise thing. So time has passed again. And Stella and Gail are finally answer, and they're stuck underneath a truck, and they're kind of freezing to death. But you think, oh, they'll make it. And then the vampires are like, all right, well, we've gotten enough out of this and there's an oil pipeline. So we're just going to burn this fucking town down. Um, and they start lighting everything on fire. Yep. And I think this is really cool because it's then like, holy shit, they're going to kill everything. They're going to destroy this. If either people are going to burn to death or they're going to come out and get eaten, which is why the vampires are sticking around while it's burning down. And they're going to make sure everyone's dead so that they can do this next year to uh, other towns. Right. And I was like, that's really cool. Really menacing. Um, but then like that, that concept is cool, except then you have the characters just outright explain it. And I was like, I guess you need to explain it for the audience. But I was like, I thought it was pretty obvious when it started happening that they were covering their tracks, um, but either way, I did like it.
1: Um, you, you also have the issue of time being of the essence, right? Because you come to a part of the movie where I did not enjoy it. Or okay, hold on, let me rephrase that. It's not like I didn't enjoy this part of the movie. I just thought this part of the movie had issues more than any other part of the movie. And that's the part where Stella and Gail are freezing under the truck, then the vampires pop the pipeline and now setting the whole town on fire. And you're like, well, uh, they're not going to freeze to death anymore. So that's the good news. Um, but if they move, they're going to get eaten. And if they don't move, they're going to get burned alive. And this
0: is actually the part I really had a problem with them explaining because it's very obvious to the audience that that now the fire is going to kill them if they don't move, but they can't move because of the vampires. But then the character, I think it was the older lady, just like says all of that. And I was like, we don't need that spoken to us. We can, everyone sees that. It's very unnecessary for you to tell us. Uh,
1: Well, not only that, but you have Eben, making a decision which i thought was a cool concept but how do you get to that like how do you naturally get to that um point like you're like oh yeah well since you're bit and a little bit human uh taking someone's blood and pouring it into yourself totally makes sense you know
0: um yeah, I mean, I think it would work. Maybe he could have just stuck his hand on, uh, well, he chopped his head off, so I don't know. I was like, holy shit, I did not see that coming. That's really cool. I really wish the movie had just leaned into it, though, and instead of him going down and like getting his ass kicked a little bit, I just wanted him to like turn into a badass and just kill all these vampires like somewhat easily or like take out more than just the main
1: one. Um, but I guess they wanted it to be more realistic. I knew it too. I was like I was like the only way this is gonna work in their favor is if someone kills Marlo and it's like a hive mind where if you kill the leader, they all disperse. And that's exactly what happened. And I think that's kind of a lazy way to take care of your villain, but whatever.
0: Well, I mean, but it wasn't just Marlo, right? His his lady was gone, Arvin was gone. Like they had lost a lot, so
1: but you didn't even see the, van- the other vampires run away. It was literally a hard cut. Everyone was coming out of the village. And the only way you knew what happened to them was he's like, they ran away. Should I go after them? Well, they were backing away when, first of all, how does he just punch
0: through that dude's head? <laughs> I don't know, man. I at first was like, did his hand turn into steel? Like, did his hand get bitten off, and that was just a bone? Like, I didn't really get it. I rewound it because it was like, I'm so confused.
1: Um, it looks like his hand was bitten off, and it was just bone. Is that what happened?
0: I don't know. I think it was just covered with the the blood and bone of Marlo's head. His his head cavity <laughs> that was created. <laughs> so
1: I don't know. Um, it was cool. I wasn't. I didn't mind it. I do wonder how a vampire like, was it a blade situation where because he didn't get bit, he like purposely injected himself with the vampire blood. He's a more powerful type of vampire, because how does a a newbie vampire take out a like presumably thousand year old vampire? Well, I guess maybe he's younger and then also he's just like has the training. So I don't know. It's like an age thing. Did you uh, find it bother- bothering that like halfway in the movie, he's like, we have an advantage on our side. We know this town more than them. And then that never comes into play. Well, I mean, they were able to make it a few times. Their main advantage was when it got really
0: snowy. Apparently no one could see them. That's true. Um, and then as we said, there's just like 20 townspeople that have survived somehow and just all come out. Yeah. Um. Which is like, there's still vampires. Like, I'd be like, no, fuck it. <laughs> I'm waiting a little bit longer.
1: Uh, and then I'm moving to the Caribbean. Dude, I would never fucking set foot. Fuck. Dude, what, what do you think about the 400 people who come back after the month? What do they think?
0: Well, yeah, that's the
1: other thing, though, too, is because, like, no one's going to believe you. <laughs> um, and I guess that's what the second movie is about, right? you would
0: think but no it wasn't i i also then like they just go watch the sunset because he's gonna die it's like i i would have been interested if this is the part where i'm like you're treating this like zombies not vampires where they're like oh we we turn but then you can still control a little bit of you know you don't turn all the way and it's like that's a that's a zombie That's a zombie concept. That's not a vampire concept. When you become a vampire, you still have like all your old memories and shit. And you can, you can control yourself a little bit, right? Like he could, he could have lived for a while, not eating Stella, but they treated it as if the more, the longer you last, the more you become a vampire and not yourself.
1: And that's like, that's zombie. right. And I think the way they kind of try to solve that not to be a hundred percent zombies is between a few of the people that you did see get turned were like oh i'm so hungry i'm so uncontrollably hungry still zom still totally a zombie concept but a little bit better i guess or no you're not buying it i just think like
0: you have to have him kill himself at the end because he just doesn't know but i do think they like he sort of messed with it a little bit and I was like, that's not really how this works, but whatever I'll let you do. You
1: didn't know you were such a zombie expert
0: slash vampire expert slash
1: vampire expert. Exactly. All in all, um, I thought it was a pretty decent movie. I thought it was one of those films that was fun, questionable, uh, logically speaking, but still like not, totally brain dead that i could still enjoy it i agree yeah i thought it was pretty pretty good
0: i thought the concept could have been taken a lot better i thought the ben foster character was just very underused and i also thought that stella gives this look of like i'm gonna get vengeance at the end of the movie which sets up a sequel and um there is a sequel uh don't watch it just watch the trailer and realize that you don't need to watch the movie um (laughs) but i think there's a good sequel in this that There,
1: there could have been a good sequel in this
0: if you can't even make a trailer look halfway decent to convince people to watch it then you know the movie has to suck
1: well it's a trailer that went it's a movie that went straight to dvd or video or whatever 2010 had um let me let me put it this way because i was kind of trying to think of a, of a good way to categorize this movie unlike other early 2000 horror movies i feel like this one stands a bit above the rest because i think when you say early 2000s horror movie your your uh threshold of uh quality goes way down But I thought this one was pretty, this one was better.
0: No, no, it's really good. I think 2007 is not early 2000s, but it's neither here nor there. I thought it was pretty good. Um, It was an enjoyable watch. Uh, And I do think, like, Josh Hartnett's a pretty good actor. And, like, he, I think he definitely carries this movie. So, um, I liked it. I'm glad I watched it. Well, thanks for listening to another episode of I Finally Watched. I'm Milan. And this is David. And I finally watched 30 Days of Night.